0: This is Dean Carnassus, the Ultra Marathon man, and you are listening to the Fitcast. Hello, and welcome to the K Selkin Funds Fitcast April edition. God damn, how is it April?
1: It is. It's springtime.
0: Right, it's springtime, something like that.
1: Sure. <laughs> in fact, today is the Cubs home opener. What happened in the game?
0: Today should have been the Cubs' home opener, what do you but this should have been? there was no game.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? This happened to me a bunch of years ago, too. The, the white stuff came down, didn't it?
0: Yeah, that's the big news here in Chicago is there was, like, visible snow. Like, visible, like, an inch of snow on the ground today. And it is April 9th. <laughs> Weirder things have happened, but, you know.
1: Oh, Just- Is it still snowing? Are you, like, salting roads and plows coming out from Wisconsin? No, it's pretty
0: much all melted. It's pretty much all gone.
1: But they had had to cancel the Cubs home opener.
0: Bye-bye, Cubbies. No game. You know, it was a tough
1: transition for me today because I woke up early so I could crush my day. Like, get an early run in and get a bunch of stuff done and do some things around the house and get some hours of work in and then be able to take a nap so I'm awake by 1.20 to watch the game. I wake up at 1.20 and it's like no game. I'm like, well, now what?
0: (laughs) your day, everything was thrown for a loop.
1: It was. So I ended up being moderately productive this afternoon because now I'm going to have to go through that whole uh, thing tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. They put it till tomorrow, didn't they?
1: Yep, tomorrow, same time. So we're excited. Cubs are home. Baseball's here. Springtime is here. Spring racing is here.
0: Yeah, what, what have you been up to, Fonz?
1: I have had some races, man. We got a lot of banter to talk. We got a lot of banter items on the schedule today.
0: Actually, I, I've had a lot of races too, so you go first.
1: I ran yesterday, so we're recording on Monday. This probably won't come out till the actual opening day, so people listening to this will be confused and think it got rained out or snowed out again. But anyhow. Hey, um,
0: it could happen.
1: <laughs> on Sunday, that's true um the cap 10k which is our big one this is the shamrock shuffle of, the uh, shamrock austin. Shuffle
0: of austin all right
1: yeah twenty five thousand people you're fighting traffic the whole time race started at eight i got to the starting line about 8 one of those deals so <laughs> <laughs> um but it's that, a lot but it's very hilly so uh but it was fun no we had a, a november project austin team and the race is cool like I don't know if it was like 20, 25 people. Either way, we had way more. On your team, you sign up on a team, and then you get a free tent at the at the, at the the finish line. I call it a transition. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was cool. We had uh, someone, Edwin. You know Edwin. We got to tag Edwin uh, in this. Shout
0: out to Edwin. We're tagging him in this.
1: Yeah, and a bunch of other people. They got the uh, transition. They were the transition. Yeah, let just call it a transition area. What the hell? Transitioning from the race to the rest okay, of the day. Okay,
0: triathlete.
1: <laughs> With, um... They did a great job. They had lots of salty foods and beer and water and all kinds of good stuff. So, Sorry, I
0: stopped, I stopped listening at beer. Yeah, it but, was good
1: stuff. Um, and they had Zoe, my favorite. So, uh, But no, it was cool. That was a, that was a fun race. Um, that is the only race I had. I've got a rookie triathlon coming up. Oh, we'll talk about upcoming races. We'll talk about that at the end.
0: Yeah, you're no rookie either, so whatever. <laughs> oh, that's what on. it's
1: called. It's called the rookie try. Well, I want to talk about, I'll talk about it at, at the end. I'll talk about it at the end. But uh, um, that's it. Oh, I had. So yesterday, also, or yeah, yesterday afternoon, we went and had to drop off our polar bear.
0: Oh, yeah, your, your foster dog, the yeah. white little baby. Little. little. What am I? <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, great parody is not so little, Um, so he came with the name uh, Kringle, we didn't like that, so I renamed him White Carl Winslow. (laughs) White Carl Winslow. So, you know who (laughs)
0: Carl, you
1: know who Carl Winslow is?
0: Oh yeah, I know who Carl
1: Winslow is. Good, A a lot of people I've said, they're like, oh cool, funny, I'm like, you can't, I can tell you don't know who Carl Winslow is, but.
0: But a white car, Winslow, that's pretty redundant,
1: so. so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, but we had to drop him off. He was a good, super snuggly, but, you know, Pyrenees are a little stubborn. And uh, we had an incident with him. Oh, boy. <laughs> and some of this came out on Facebook, but a lot of our listeners probably don't follow my wife's feed. Um, so here's what happened. So we take him out with the new fees. So we got 500 pounds of dog out there.
0: Two two giant newfies and one giant pyrenees because the pyrenees is like a a white Newfie, right
1: yeah I mean they're but the a lot more same size dog they're like
0: 150
1: exactly and that's that's exactly he's exactly the same middle ground of our other two newfies so so we're out there we got 500 plus pounds of dog and uh, we're going and also we turn around I got the newfies and uh, Kelly has the has uh, white Winslow. And Carl decides he doesn't want to go home, so he just sits down. And we're like, "Well, now what?"
0: So, so he just sits he just, and like isn't moving.
1: He's not moving. Like he would rather have his head torn off by the leash than get up and go home. So we're pulling. We're trying to coax him. Like all this is nothing's working. So I'm like, "All right, I'll take the newfies back just to get them back." And it's dark now. It's it's you know nine o'clock at night. I'll take the Doofies back. You, uh, you stay here. And Kelly's like, I don't want to stay out by myself. I'm like, what do you suggest? <laughs> so anyhow, so I end up going back and bringing out some peanut butter and some turkey. No, not, not, nothing's going. Not, oh nothing's working. Oh my
0: gosh, this poor dog was just over it.
1: <laughs> so I'm walking to, you know, actually on my way to go get the peanut butter and turkey. Um, this guy's walking with a, like a golden doodle, and his doodle's not on a leash. And I'm like, well, we got a situation, the unpredictable dog, you might want to, and he just kind of goes, fuck you, and he blasts right past me. I'm like...
0: With his, uh, okay, he's got an unleashed dog, and he's going to tell you what to do?
1: <laughs> exactly. I got, I,
0: love that.
1: <laughs> I got two new feet. So he goes to me, and he starts going toward Kelly, and Kelly basically says the same thing I am. She's like, listen, uh, our dog, he's we, it's a foster, we, he's unpredictable, he's big, he's being stubborn right now, and he's like do you have a backyard? And Kelly's like, yeah. <laughs> like, Why don't you keep your fucking unpredictable dog in
0: the backyard? Do you have a backyard? leash? I would ask him, do you well, have a leash? Well,
1: yeah. So so she starts yelling, he's yelling, and then there's some other guy on the other side of the fence where at the school across the street. He starts yelling, watch your language, that's the lady, blah, blah, blah. And I got the new fees and then he goes after that other guy with his little freaking golden doodle. I'm like, yeah, bring it on with your golden doodle. I got 500 pounds with a crabby pyrenees 500 pounds of dog, so... <laughs> So yeah, so that guy's. Saying,
0: this is a four-person four and four-dog <laughs> exactly. party going on right now.
1: Well, three right now. One, oh no, it is four. You're right. Four people, four dogs, and so he goes over and he goes to the other side of the fence. So he goes over there, and those two start going at it, and Kelly's just kind of standing by herself at the Pyrenees, who's not moving anywhere. Frankie and Harley the newfies want to go home. I'm like. And then those two, he, they, like, start pushing each other, and the one guy punches him, the bad guy, the mean guy, punches the other guy.
0: Oh, my God, there's there <laughs> there's an assault
1: happening in
0: South Austin?
1: <laughs> exactly. So I call the police because I don't know this guy's drugged or I don't know if he's got weapon, but I call 911. Kelly's. I'm on the phone with 911, and Kelly's, like, 100 feet behind me yelling at me to call 911. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm on the phone. <laughs> don't leave me. Because she can't see. It's, everything's dark, right? So, call 911. I go and, and get now I get the peanut butter turkey. We get Carl moved a little bit. That guy runs off because the other guy also called 911. So, the bad guy runs off. The police show up and interview me. I'm talking to the police, but Kelly couldn't see me. So, she's getting anxious because I was around the corner of the school and she's out there by herself. And I bring the newfies in and blah, blah, blah. And then finally, we get Carl going. Like, he, we're halfway home and he sits down and I'm like, shit. Police are gone, or police are talking to the other guy on the other side of the park. Oh what, one more addition. What, what could you possibly add to this? Maybe a storm that would work? No. Yeah,
0: maybe it started snowing in Austin because <laughs> all the right conditions are coming together right now.
1: So I feel on my feet fire ants. So both of my feet are covered <laughs> in fire ants. So
0: the opposite of snow. All
1: right, get it. I get it. <laughs> and they're eating the crap out of my feet. Now I'm jumping up and down in so the police. So it's
0: dog covered in fire ants?
1: I can't tell. It's dark. All I know is I'm covered in fire ants, and it hurts like shit. So I was like, no. So then they, uh, I finally get them off. But now, of course, I'm itching, and and we ended up getting a blanket and carrying him back to our house.
0: Oh my God, that's impressive. You must have done some lifting lately to lift that dog.
1: With my feet hurting, it was, I mean, I should have, I was wearing sandals, so that was going to happen. But uh, that was a hell of an hour and a half. Wow. So that was a super fun night, and he was sweet, but hey, he's gone. We don't have to deal with that anymore. But, uh,
0: oh, he went to his forever home, that's he right He did,
1: yep, he's on his way to Arizona right now And the woman has a pool built for dogs in her house And a bed in her house made for dogs So he'll have a good home, but it was it was a comically So he
0: can leave his ass parked wherever he wants He doesn't have to move it
1: <laughs> Exactly <laughs> So yeah, that's been pretty ridiculous
0: oh my- Yeah, you had quite the eventful time <laughs> Actually, this is, I think, the first time that you're um, non-workout was more of a workout than the races that yeah. you talked about. <laughs> that
1: was that was quite lifting
0: true. a 200-pound dog. Is oh
1: come on, he's not 200 pounds. He's 150. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was quite the experience. So, what's been going on with you? Anything exciting in uh, Chicago?
0: Well, clearly not that exciting, considering <laughs> I don't have a 150-pound dog. But uh, you know, just the snow here—that's been. Driving us all up a wall. Yeah,
1: the little extended I don't know How weekend.
0: to handle it because it just got nice out and then decides to snow. Um, all my races this um, past month have either been indoors or they should have been indoors. Oh, should have been. Uh oh. so cool. It was so cool. Yeah, I did three indoor triathlons. Oh, um, wow. The first one I was at like my local gym. Oh, okay. Like right down the street, I actually ran there and I did the race and then I ran home and oh. that was like a weekend workout.
1: So, is this a triathlon?
0: Yeah, it was an indoor try. So,
1: hold on. So, it's oh. run, run, swim, bike, run, run.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I did. So, <laughs> okay. it was more of um, a quintathlon.
1: Did you just keep running? You ran right through the, right off the treadmill I, I and I right should, up
0: the door? Turn the treadmill off, but then keep running. <laughs> just
1: keep running. Yeah.
0: No, they actually did massage there. I got a free massage there. That's really, I gotta call that lady. She was good. Nice. Um, So that was my first one. And then the next weekend after that, I did another indoor triathlon, Mm -hmm. but it did not go quite as well because I actually had to DNF Uh my indoor triathlon. Like coming around, it was on an indoor track. It wasn't on a treadmill. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like coming around the curve and I just feel something in my ankle. Ankle that all our listeners know so much about because I always fucking hurt it. Yeah. Same ankle. What ankle is that? that Your right ankle. It's my
1: left ankle. Your left ankle. Okay. I I, I had a a 50-50 shot on that one. I think.
0: You you know what? If you if you had said my upper ankle, you would have been wrong. It is my lower (laughs) left ankle. Okay. Fair enough. And yeah, so of course I get an ankle injury, and I'm like coming around the track, and I'm like, oh, I think I hurt my ankle. Well, it hurts, but I can keep running. Yeah, and then so, I take, yeah. like, two more laps around the track. I'm like, no, I don't think I want to keep going. Yeah. So I DNF'd it. Um, but huge shout-out to my mom, Mama Selk, yep. who, who did it with us. And Mama Selk's goal is to always come in last. And I will say – or not to come in last. Got not it. Always not come in last. I will say a couple years ago when she did this, she came in second to last. Uh-oh. So she barely made her goal. This time – Flying color. She was nowhere near last. Nice, so Mama Selk.
1: I want to give a thanks to Mama Selk. Mama Selk donated to our uh, our charity that we have to help uh, dogs. So I
0: know she was so excited to do that. She asked me your guys' address to send the check to. But uh-huh. now you guys have PayPal, so that's really exciting.
1: Yep, we do PayPal. We have our own merchant account. We got our five hundred one c three papers. We are all set. New Hope Animal Rescue is just crushing it. So
0: yeah we're, we'll actually post that on our we haven't posted that on our page yet so we're yeah. gonna have to do uh, that
1: yeah now's the time uh, we're helping animals like our yeah. polar bear aww so. alright what else Any other anything else crazy going on by you
0: uh, well, so I want to give a shout out to Kevin Waz and Emma Brown because they both came and drove from the city to do this indoor try in oh, cool. fuck nowhere in the burbs um, Kevin Waz actually had the longest run of the day so shout out to Kevin Waz and Emma Brown came in first place for women. Oh. Winner, winner, Emma Brown's dinner. So. Well, I
1: guess Kevin Waz had the longest swim of the day, too. He's not necessarily uh, a fish in the pool and he doesn't swim very straight.
0: Um, you know what? We'll just stick with his longest run because <laughs> okay. that's he did well. So
1: <laughs> What does it mean longest run? What does that mean? Like uh...
0: So it's time based. Indoor oh. tries are time based. So it's not like you run a five K. It's the oh. farthest you can run in fifteen minutes.
1: Oh so
0: God. he ran I don't even remember how many laps now. I can't remember, but Oh, very cool. He he beat everybody. He beat every single person there on the run, which clearly means he held back on the swim and the bike. So, Kevin, we're we're expecting more out of you next year. (laughs) Well, cool. Yeah. And then, so the weekend after that, I was so determined, even though I sprained my ankle again, I was like, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do this indoor triathlon again. And so I stayed off my ankle all week. And then I step on this treadmill to go do my indoor try, And I won it. Yay! There were only 12 people.
1: Oh, you still won yeah. it. That's still uh, that's still a victory, still a podium.
0: Yeah, well, actually, I won for female. One dude beat me. Okay. And then, yeah, so that I beat 10 people there. So I came in 11th to last.
1: Cool, 11th to last. There you go. I've come in 11th to last, yeah. too, but... <laughs>
0: yeah. I do want to give a shout-out to the Fox Valley YMCA. Their facility is amazing. They have, like a seven lane swimming pool and just a gorgeous spin studio. And I was like, damn, I wish this was closer to home. I would totally go here all the time. Nice. Cool. So, yeah. So those were three out of my four weekends in March. I did an indoor try. And then the fourth weekend in March, I did the shamrock shuffle, which is an outdoor. So that's like your cap 10 K. That's like the big yeah, race, yeah. Chicago, and it was so cold. Like, I just, I'm s- even thinking about it, I'm getting cold. Yes. And in Chicago, we're used to cold. Yeah. But this was cold. Like, I couldn't even, I couldn't stay still. I was, like, running around the start corral because I, I had to keep moving. It was so cold. But um, I do just want to send some shout-outs to Emro. Okay. Emro always is the shout-outs on our fake cast. She ran with me. Oh, cool. Um so I would not have been able to do it without her. I was I ran on the NP Shy team, and our team won second place for co-ed teams. Oh neat. Fuck yeah, NP Shy Teams. Cool. And then I want to give a shout out to Erica and Julia, who, you know, I, I said that I had to keep running around the start corral. Well, they avoided that problem by just running to the race. Oh, So they <laughs> popped out at like 18 miles that day. <laughs> Because they five, ran
1: five, five, five of accident. which were the five of which cost them a hundred bucks to run
0: <laughs> yeah oh no we we got it for cheap this year it was like a 60 dollar race don't chill out
1: okay <laughs> i got you all right well that's cool that's the way uh, to do it
0: well so i, I just want to say there has been um a lot i don't know if you've heard about this once but there have been like a lot of instances of people in both tries and runs that have yeah. been, like, getting heart attacks during the race. Have you, like, heard about these things that keep popping up?
1: I have not seen that lately. We saw one once doing Soldier Field, which was pretty scary.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess what happens a lot is someone will be, like, doing the triathlon, and they'll just freak out in the water, and they'll, like, well, have a heart attack.
1: That's where you do and not so, want to freak out.
0: I know. But so I think there needs to be more paramedics Safety, that are Yes. Triathlons.
1: Yes, we need safety, safety personnel all around, all on a course, especially in the water and the run at the end,
0: especially in the water, especially on the run. And did you know that that's why we have our guest on today?
1: We need more safety. If
0: somebody dies. He can save our life
1: <laughs> just while we're recording.
0: Well, I hope I don't die when I'm recording. It wouldn't be the first time you've shocked me with your news fun.
1: Well, hope I don't because I'm on the other end of a Skype call and I don't think uh, he's in my studio here. So uh, that would be tricky.
0: I don't think CPR goes through Skype, but uh, <laughs> we, well, we are happy to have Chris today.
2: Welcome, Chris. Hello. <coughs> Glad to be here. Hopefully, I don't have to save your life because you're right. I don't think CPR works across, time, across time. I haven't tried it before, but well, I am a I am a first responder. I used to
1: be. I'm no longer certified, but uh, so uh, as long as I can uh, perform my oh, own
0: thing. What humble brag was that?
2: <laughs> I'm sure you remember. Although CPR on yourself is difficult, if they, I remember that. And, and, well, plus it's changed since I
1: did it, so I'd be trying to do CPR on myself the old way, and that that wouldn't work. Zero man, zero man CPR. I don't know how that works. Oh
0: my God! <laughs> well, anyways, thank you, Chris, for being here. Chris is my teammate on Team TriWrite, so awesome. we are on the same triathlon team. Um, shout out to MJ. MJ, don't worry, we're going to talk about you later. Um, Chris is literally a lifesaver for his profession. Um, he's a fellow Chicagoan oh. Hashtag side. Right. Um and apparently he's also a fellow chronic injury, so I got to tell my story about my sprained ankle. We'll get to hear about Chris's injuries as yeah, well.
1: That's, so that's unfortunate, but it happens.
0: It does happen. Yeah.
1: I'm coming
2: back. Coming back strong.
0: So let's hear it, Chris. So you are a triathlete by trade then. How did you get into triathlon?
2: Uh so it's kind of funny to hear it put that way because um I, I think of myself as a rookie triathlete still. Um, I, uh, three years ago, I guess it's only been three years I've, that I've been doing this, and uh, I just sort of randomly decided I started out running to lose weight because I had gained some weight due to a, due to a, a change in my job that uh, would be another podcast to talk about, but um, so anyway, uh, I gained some weight, and I've always been a skinny skinny guy, and never gained weight, and all of a sudden, I was over 200 pounds for the first time in my life, and I was like, I gotta turn this around, so I started running um, just to get back into shape, and then I started in the wintertime, and, and as the spring came, I was like, you know what, I always, always want to get a bike and do some riding, so I bought a bike, and then I kind of remember that as a kid, I always wanted to do a triathlon, and I had never done one before, and didn't really know anything about it. So I just kind of looked at the race schedule, and I saw there was a, you know, the Chicago Triathlon, and I just decided to sign up for it and uh, and do it. So I uh, I literally just from February of 2015 went from like the couch. <laughs> to, uh, to running. And then, uh, and then I actually did a sprint triathlon first in California, just as sort of like a test, but,
0: uh, oh, in California, yeah, so did you, did you, were you already in California or were we you were like, going, I need to do a try, let's do
2: California. I, so I, so I was, I was finally like in some pretty decent shape by the summertime. And then, um, I had already signed up for Chicago, which I think was like July or August. And then uh, we were visiting friends in California and I wanted to do a race out there. I was just going to do like a, a 5k or something. And, uh, uh, my wife's friend who lives out there said uh well oh, I don't want to I don't want to do a 5 I want to do a triathlon and I said sure and she said really and I said yeah I'm I'm gonna do my first one a month later so I rented a bike in San Francisco and and we did a, I did a, oh my gosh in
0: San Francisco Tim. well I was just
2: outside <laughs> but, uh, yeah so I uh I did a, a sprint triathlon there and uh sort of took off from there so let's
0: go from flat chicago to san francisco
2: was it salt yeah. water too was it salt water no no it was like in in like a quarry so it, it, it was a really it was a great confidence booster because i did that that sprint and i was like this is easy i'm like okay you know because i did the olympic distance in chicago i was signed up for the olympic distance and so uh after doing the sprint i kind of thought well yeah this is kind of boring i'm gonna move up from here, so... Uh,
0: oh, yeah, super boring. This guy over <laughs> here is bored already. <laughs> boring. <laughs> so, were you, were you a runner first, then?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, sort of. Is I mean, that,
0: like, your favorite?
2: Running discipline? running is definitely my favorite discipline. I mean, mm-hmm. I started out doing that. I, I've always kind of run, like, 5Ks and maybe an occasional 10K, like, once or twice a year, but I was really never, like... never competitive. Not that I'm really that competitive right now, but... Um, I was never really, I just kind of did it, like, uh, every year in my family, we do a charity 5K in June, and so I did that one every year, and sometimes, it, you know, it would be like the running joke, that was my 5K for the year, and I would just go do it, and I wouldn't even train at all, I would just go do the 5K, and I was always kind of naturally quick, but... Once I started training, I was like, "Wow, I could actually do a lot better when I practice." And I'm not, I'm not like limping around for a week after. Who would after have thought?
0: Rest. You know, like, you run more, you get better at it. That's crazy. I, I mean, happen. but you would never, you would never do a marathon or anything like that. That's crazy, right?
2: Well, no, I've done a few marathons. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so I've kind of just got addicted to, um, to doing more. So, so that year I did. I did the Chicago triathlon in August and then I signed up for my first half marathon that September and I did that and after that I was like I think I could do a marathon. I think I could do this. So I, I I kinda searched around for a marathon that was a few months away and I found uh Nashville in November. So I uh I just signed up and that same year I went and did my first marathon in Nashville and uh I uh went from doing uh I went from two miles in about 16 minutes and feeling like I was gonna need to be admitted to the hospital to uh
0: perform self-cpi You right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
2: just hope you don't see your friends
1: on the race I guess
2: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> right so uh so yeah so I, I did my first marathon and then I kind of took off from there
0: wow um a little birdie told me that you were just in Fonz's neck of the woods marathon.
1: what were you doing here in Austin
2: yeah so uh so for this year um so at the end of last year i'd kind of done i done some i did some big races last year and we can probably talk about that later but uh so i wanted to uh i did i did my first ironman last year so um so i decided that here on out i want to do at least one ironman a year and so at
0: least oh, so low <laughs>
2: Uh, well, my goal was two, but it may not—it's not, not going to happen this year, I don't think. But, uh, but i, I right. uh, but I wanted to, uh, you know. So my amateur, my amateur training of myself, I—I really felt like if I could just keep up the marathon, uh, like endurance level, that it would be kind of like easy to do, you know. So, I mean, for for the most part, as I've like Im- improved in my running, I just have always kept it to the point where I'd pretty much feel like I could run a half marathon. Any time, and so that's sort of like my minimum level of endurance. And uh, I thought, well, maybe I could do that with marathon. And uh, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I think you can, maybe with a little bit more, a little bit more. uh, I think
0: maybe you can.
2: Yeah, I (laughs) I can't. (laughs) I could, but the thing about it is, is I feel like that I, uh, my goals are different than you know, my, my goal is not to, I'm not trying to do like a sub three hour marathon. You know, I mean, I for the most part, I've just kind of wanted to just, you know. Just to do it, you know. I mean, so I'm, I mean, my my marathon time is like 3:41, so it's not it's not. Twinsies, yeah, yeah, that's PR that, yeah? awesome. yeah, That's awesome. All right. So uh, not yeah. in, not not in Austin, it's not. No, no. no. So in Austin, so so. Austin was kind of special because uh, I ran it with a torn <laughs> meniscus.
0: We haven't gone uh, there yet. You <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, well, Austin
1: kidding. is kind of <laughs> special like that. Yeah, it is. It's a special race here. <laughs>
2: it was. So I signed up for Austin because I wanted a marathon in the wintertime, and I wanted one, uh, you know, like everything like now. like So I'm doing an Ironman this year again. So, um, so all my races have to be timed, you know, sort of. Like the yeah. right distance apart from the next race so that I'm not, you know, killing yeah. myself and having to race right away. So, so February was a good, was a good time for me. And so I found Austin and, um, and we, we'd never been, we always heard it was a cool town, my wife and I, and, uh, we love music. So we're, we're huge music fans. So we wanted to go to Austin to check that out. Oh, and, yeah. um, so, uh, so yeah, I signed up for Austin and then, um,
0: just walk us through then, the injury. And just what we're getting there. Right. So, so just walk uh, us through it. Right. So so, <laughs> so, I, so
2: I, I I run year round. I, I don't I don't take a break in the wintertime. time. I run outside year round. I don't I can't stand treadmills really, um, and so I I, know I was training. I had a half marathon in uh, in January. It's called the F three, and F three stands for freezing fucking frozen. <laughs> I love that. Because it's, really cool. it's, it's in
0: January. It's in January in, air, in Chicago,
2: and it's on the lakefront, so it's on the lakefront path. So it's, um, it's typically frozen. really cold. Uh, for some reason, I've, I've, brought, I've brought good luck with me. The last two years, I've done it. It's been actually pretty nice, like in the 40s, and it's been pretty decent. Yeah, right pretty
0: now. nice in the 40s. Yeah, fans. We just said that in the scene.
2: <laughs> yeah, we 40s. had that yesterday. Is nearly ideal running weather for me, but <laughs> some people complain about 40s. But I, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Uh, I ran in shorts this year, so um, so anyway, a week before the F3 uh, on a Monday, I was running in the snow. So it was snowing like a like a heavy snow. Like we got about six inches of snow, and I was running in the snow with a group. And uh, I don't even know I don't even know like the moment that it happened, but I know it was that that run because I got home and my knee was kind of, you know, it was hurting, I was kind of limping, and I thought, I just, you know, maybe twisted something or pulled something, and then the next day, it was really killing me, and so, you know, you you can tell the difference between just being sore from a workout or just having, like, a little twinge somewhere, and then having something that feels like it's bad, so this felt like it was bad, and I had the F3 coming up on on the upcoming Saturday, so I took the week off and thought, I'll just, like, kind of with your ankle, I just said, I'm just going to rest it, and, and, I'll be And good. then you
0: know, like, okay, if it still hurts, right. then it's bad. But if right. it doesn't, it's fine. Right.
2: So that's what I thought. So then come F3, it felt like it was about 95%. So I'm like, I'm going do to this, do this half marathon. So I start the race, and, like, I'm not even, like, maybe a half mile into it. And I'm like, uh, I was, like, immediately back. Like, my knee was immediately hurting me. So, and I was kind of, like, my running gait was off, and... But whatever, I did it. I completed it.
1: (laughs) Why are we all such idiots? Like, oh, I know I'm injured. I'm in pain. I only have 12 and a half more miles to go. (laughs) Only
0: 12 and a half. Well, no, but it it gets more idiotic because then – I love you, Chris, but it gets more idiotic because then you decide. So I'm just going to cut to the chase here. So you're, like, negotiating with your doctor, right? And you're like, hey, so I signed up for this marathon in Austin – you fucking
2: won the marathon right so i mean i paid for it like you said these are expensive races (laughs) yeah they are oh yeah and and not to mention this is another city so i have plane tickets and hotel reservations yeah i mean i don't
0: blame you so so, yeah
2: so i I had the uh i did the f3 i came out of that thinking my knee is definitely messed up went to the doctor he did an x-ray and he said we don't really see anything on the x-ray you know let's do an mri so when I went to the doctor, though, like by that time, it had gotten better again, and then he's kind of looking at me like, well, what's the problem? And I'm trying to tell him, like, well, three days ago, I couldn't put weight on my knee. It was like excruciating pain, and today, yeah, it's better, but it's definitely not normal. So he says, "Do let's do an MRI." So, so the two days before the MRI, I ran 18 miles because um, I was still training for the marathon in my mind. <laughs> and uh, I don't I said,
0: care. If, <laughs> I don't care if my knee hurts any way I move it. I'm still running this marathon. Right.
2: And I and it's spoken like, it was, like a true runner. <laughs> once I warmed up, it was like not that bad. It only really hurt in the beginning, and then when I was done. So during the running, it was actually okay. So I ran the 18 miles, and then when I went for the MRI, it was like good and inflamed. And then then they saw it. and He was like, "Oh yeah, you got a tear." And he says, uh, you need surgery. And I said, okay, well, how about this? I said, I'm supposed to do a marathon in three weeks. And he kind of like rolls his eyes at me. And I said, so could I possibly rest it for three weeks and see if I can run the marathon and then do the surgery? And I said, if it's going to make it worse, I don't want to do that. So, you know, and he's like, well, I can't, I can't promise it won't be worse. He's like, but I don't think it'll make it worse. He said, but I don't think you be able to tolerate it. And I said, well. You me,
0: said, I'll show you, motherfucker. That. No. That's right,
2: pretty much. <laughs> So, uh, so I rested it, and uh, honestly, like up to about four days before the marathon, I was like, there's no way I'm going to do it because it wasn't really improving. But miraculously, like two days before the race, I was like, you know what, I'm feeling pretty good. So I went down there, and I, and I kind of thought, like, well, I'll start the race, and if it doesn't go well, then I'll just, I can always split off at the half and just cut it off, you know. Um, and so it was pretty bad, like about a mile into it, I was like, yeah, this really hurts, and then it warmed up, and it was all right. And then about, like, mile 12, I was like, you know, I'm feeling really good. I'm gonna, I'm freaking doing this, man. I'm, so then, like, I passed I pass the split for the half marathon. And then, like, it was so, like, funny because I just got to, I mean, I, I probably got to about the 13.5-mile marker, and I was like, Thinking to myself, like, oh man, this thing is really bothering me all of a sudden. I look at my watch and see I'm only 13 point, and I'm like, damn it, I'm like, I you know, probably maybe 15 miles or something into it. So I wasn't, so I, so it, it was, uh, it was tough. The last five miles were tough. Austin is hilly,
1: yeah, that's it's a oh. hilly race, it's not an easy
2: one. When I signed up, I didn't even look at that. Um, <laughs> I mean, because I don't really you care, you just wanted
0: to go to right. Austin, like, like
2: February. And it's just for whatever reason, having never been to Texas, I didn't picture Texas as being a hilly place, so I just kind of assumed it would be reasonable and it and it was, but it's it's still like eleven hundred foot elevation gain race. Mm-hmm. And uh, so and then and then it literally finishes uphill,
1: which was brutal. Yeah, right from the water all the way up to the capital. That's a tough oh, that's a tough finish.
2: Kind of crazy. I turn this corner and look up this hill and it's like three rising hills, and I'm like, you got to be <laughs> kidding me you right now. But then the nice thing was, it, it, like you turn left and, you, and it's over, you're, you're at the finish. So so I, I did break four hours, though, so I did it in like 3.58. Nice. So I was super happy to do that with an injury. The, uh, the four-hour pacer passed me up, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I ran up and caught up with her, and I passed her up to make sure that I came under four, so so it was good.
0: All this with yeah. a torn meniscus.
2: So two days later, surgery, fixed, right. fixed up.
0: No, like literally they fixed you up the next day because I I remember seeing you the day after your surgery. The and day after surgery. Was it the day off? I
2: had it that day. Chris,
0: it. do you remember what I said <laughs> to you?
2: yeah uh no
0: i was like chris when are you getting your surgery oh yeah that's right he walks in he walks into this like team event yeah. i'm like yeah. oh chris your surgery oh he's no like, it was the
2: day after it was he's day like after i event.
0: just had it i'm yeah. like you've got to. he's walking
2: yeah it's, so like it's clearly immediate. you were
0: able to run the marathon if you could walk after your right. surgery your right. pain tolerance is just crazy
2: and it was way it was way improved after the surgery too so it was it was great but yeah i actually went to a retirement party the day of the surgery the day after surgery was that party. <laughs>
0: oh my god
2: yikes so like you said we're all idiots but <laughs> so
1: uh for our listeners this might be where well, this isn't a how to run with injury uh fitness <laughs> here today
2: it <laughs> I mean, it's so far it's worked out fine for me Co- my, my coach is not happy with me and uh
0: no she's not no. <laughs> we did a video call like two weeks after and we were all given updates and chris is like well i had my surgery and things are going well and I'm going to run this race and that race. And you can just see on the video call, <laughs> our coach's face is getting more like worried looking. <laughs> her face is turning red and poor MJ. Sorry, MJ. <laughs> I,
2: I've apologized to her many times, but I I mean, you, you know how you, you know your body. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, I, I'm really, I am for real trying to be careful with this. And I have been, and I mean, I didn't run, I was not allowed to run for five weeks. I did not run at all. And then went to the doctor and got official Official release to run, and the only thing I I didn't really listen to was he told me to run on a treadmill for a week first, and I did one day on a treadmill, and then I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, that's enough. Well, Treadmills are just, boring. You
0: ran? You, you? I saw you running out there the other. You did like eight miles the other day. Yeah, time. I just did
2: eight miles recently, and it's yeah. feeling good. So it's yeah, it's it's feeling about ninety five percent. So I should be good. I feel like I'm back back to normal. So although I did get way more out of shape in five weeks than I ever thought could happen, I was like struggling to run six miles like what is the deal my heart rates like Way higher than it usually is so but it's coming back.
0: I think that happens with a lot of people with injuries though is you know you lose fitness but then you gain it back. So right. it's not like yeah. all is really lost. You can get it back, but it is It's surprising. It's like, whoa, I didn't think right. that I was that bad in shape.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and toughness is important in that because if you're, if you're a little out of shape, you're like, all right, well, this kind of hurts, but I've done an Ironman, so I'm not going to be, you know, I fought through much harder. So you can get back into shape a little quicker. Triathletes are the toughest people on the planet. So, you know, we can recover a little better.
2: It is all mental. I to- totally agree with that. I think it's, I mean, and then it's funny because like, so after done, I've only done one Ironman, but after doing that now, I feel like I have this like reputation to live up to. Like I, any any little complaints I have during a run, I'm like, I can't complain about this. And like, people are like, you did a freaking Ironman, dude, you're going to complain about running a 5K? And I'm like, <laughs> so I, I just, I feel like I can't complain about anything ever now. I feel like I have to just like live up I to think it, you know? I think
0: that- really good point you know like other people are going to put you on that pedestal you have to right. act like you belong there right in a, yeah. way i got the freaking
2: tattoo man and then I, I had this kid in austin telling me like come on iron man let's go because i was like walk running the last like two miles and then i got this like 21 year old kid coming up next to me and he sees my tattoo and he's like come on man you got this iron man and i'm like oh, i guess oh, i got to i, I guess i have to now <laughs> this is a terrible idea <laughs> i should wear pants today <laughs>
0: Oh my
1: god. I saw another, so, ki- I saw another kid this year. I, think, I don't know if I told this story last year, but poor kid, his whole butt, and this is during the Cap 10. Uh, his butt, his legs, his socks, his shoes we're a little brown. Near- oh. <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> that,
0: that was not a tattoo.
1: So, no, it was not. <laughs> that was uh, unfortunate for him.
2: God, that's my worst nightmare in a race. It happens. (laughs) No, I've luckily never witnessed it. I've seen pictures and videos, but never seen it in person. Thank God.
0: You know what would be worse than that? The only thing that would be worse if you did it when you had butt chafing. Oh. (laughs) We had a whole episode on that. It burn or something? Oh, yeah, it would burn.
1: (laughs) You know what? We should get some emails. Uh, KSalkFondsFitCast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email about your uh, race poop stories. Oh, oh my
0: God! No, I think we're gonna get some fun.
1: Oh, do we get one this week? Okay. Yeah, no, we should uh, send us. Uh, everyone's got one, right? Like you know, there's there's scary moments and there's uh, beyond scary moments.
0: Oh yeah, I can think. I can think of one. <laughs> I'll save it though. I'll 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 uh, write in as not K Silk, <laughs> and you'll know it's not me. Oh well. Okay, so. You're 95% now. So you, I like, like I, I just can't believe how quickly you're recovering, and this is amazing. Um, so if somebody had this type of injury, and, you know, they've got a pretty packed schedule, just like you do this year, marathon, mm-hmm. Ironman, all mm-hmm. these other races, what advice would you give to them?
2: Well, don't do what I did. <laughs> although, I mean, I, I can't even say that, because it's, it's worked out good for me. I mean, I really think it is a matter of knowing, knowing your limitations, and... Um, just i mean it's very hard you know when you have these races planned and and like it throws a wrench into your schedule um like you just want that schedule to, to, to work out one way or another and so you only thing you're thinking about is like how am i going to make this how am i going to get ready by this time you know but i guess you have to just you know kind of swallow your pride a little bit and i mean number one obviously if it's something you're you're seeing a doctor about and they're giving you recommendations you know it's it gives you a follow what they're what they're telling you to yeah do, right? like I mean. one
0: week on the treadmill chris
2: well, I mean, okay, so so that that goes back to knowing your body, because because the you know the explanation for that was that um, he wanted to make sure my stability was was good, and when I ran the treadmill, I mean, I, I did I did a, a pretty hard run on that, and so I really felt, I mean, it was a thirty minute, I did like a tread fit workout. There's a place that I go to where you do some treadmill uh, running, and then you do some like calisthenics and back the treadmill, and so it, it's uh, it's pretty intense, and I mean, by the end of it, I was running like, six-minute mile pace for a minute, you know, and so I was really pushing it, and and it felt totally fine. So I, at mm. that point, I kind of felt like, you know, I, I'm good, and I'll just be cautious when I run outside because they were more concerned about, you know, running, like, in city streets where it's kind of uneven and you're a little bit more vulnerable. But, I mean, um, it's hard. I mean, I think you just have to listen to your body and, and, and know, you know, uh, that you're not, you know, doing something that's going to set you back further, you know. So everything I was doing, I would think to myself, you know, you know, like what's the worst that could happen or what do I, you know, what do I need to do to make sure that this doesn't turn into, you know, a re-injury or, 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 you know, make it worse. So, um, but yeah, listen to your doctor most of the time. Listen to your body. <laughs> most of the time. Most
0: of the time. <laughs> oh my God. Crazy. Um, okay. I want to switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you have like one of the weirdest schedules for a triathlete because normally, I mean, what I do is I will go throughout my week and do one or two like shorter workouts a day, like 45 minutes to an hour. And then on the weekends I do my long run and I do my long bike. But your schedule is not like that. So tell us about your job and tell us about your schedule and how you're going to make that work.
2: Uh, yeah. So my schedule I mean, in my opinion, my schedule is the best schedule on the planet. It's awesome. I work one day 24-hour day and then i'm off for two days um and so my schedule rotates so right so i can't oh i don't have every saturday or sunday off so you know my the way i have to adjust my training is just to kind of fit fit my work schedule and sometimes my work schedule you know working a 24-hour shift there's times where i can come home and be rested and there's times i can come home where we were really busy and i didn't get any sleep at all and so we coming back, you know, after being, like, literally awake for 24 hours and I have to, you know, go to sleep. So um, so mine is more like a, sort of like I kind of float my uh, my training schedule. I kind of know what I what I need to get done in maybe a couple of weeks' time, and I just kind of fit it in when I can. So I, I usually try to, I mean, I'll, like for like my long runs, I'll, I'll usually get them done on a Saturday. I'm, either, I'm always off either a Saturday or a Sunday, so I try to get it done, like, you know, right around the end of the weekend. Um like this past weekend, I worked Saturday, so I did my long run on Friday. Um,
0: Before your shift, so you need right. to have like one day sleep in there. Okay.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but I mean, my schedule actually is is pretty good for doing this kind of stuff because I'm off, you know, during the week. So, like, my daughter's in school, I can pack the bike up and go to the bike trail over here by your house and. Uh, and, uh, you never
0: uh, called me. Why well, haven't done it yet this what year? I can't. A jerk. Wait. I can't wait. <laughs>
2: Believe me, pretty soon, hopefully. Yeah, once looks,
0: the snow's gone, it's
2: gonna be seventy <laughs> degrees. No, once I mean. It yeah, Seriously,
0: this is ridiculous. you think we're joking, Austin?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a joke. but uh, so yeah, I mean, I just kind of. But the other, the other thing too is that like before this year, so working with MJ is gonna be interesting because she's gonna put me on an actual training schedule, which I really haven't had up to now, like, I, I mean, I, I did my Ironman on a ridiculously low amount of training. And I mean, people like wouldn't even believe, you would think I'm lying if I told you like I, I rode my bike like four times last year and my right. life, longest... <laughs> and one of them was 190. It's possible for it you is, out
0: there, listeners. It is definitely <laughs> possible.
2: Don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. My, my <laughs> longest <laughs> ride before the Ironman was 67 miles ever. Whoa, like that Well,
0: right. if you have a torn meniscus and you've only done four rides, you are still an Ironman, right, kiddos. Right,
2: right.
0: Wow. That's right. God, it's all
2: mental. It so is. I'm, I'm kind of hoping I can see what I can do with some with some like, uh, regimented training that MJ, MJ is sure to uh, put me on pretty soon here.
0: So. Oh, boy, MJ. It's going to be hard. Pressure. Yeah, we're tagging her in this. She's got a big job to do, yeah. keep you from killing yourself. And
2: I told her thing. when I first talked to her that she was going to hate me. I'm like, you are going to not like me because you're going to look at what I'm doing and be like, what? It's impossible.
0: Oh my Thank God. You. So, okay, what's next on your race list? Are you, so you're 95%. You're not 100%.
2: Not yet, but it but it, it's been like every day has been like a big jump. Like I thought it was ninety five percent a week ago, and then I ran this past cup this past week, and I was like, oh wow, it's even even better. So it's it's nearly nearly back to normal. I mean, uh, you know, I ran yesterday. I ran yesterday just a short run, and uh, and it was you know it's a little bit stiff today, but it's 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 getting back. So I, I have a race. My first race is um, two weeks. I'm, I'm running a ten miler. All um, right. And then uh doing the quarry. Are you doing the quarry?
0: Uh, it's uh, the weekend after a half for me, so I'm touch and go with that. Gosh, um, as long as I don't break my ankle. But apparently even if I broke my ankle, I could still do it. Was- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, sissy. Wow. <laughs> ouch. All right, trash uh, talking already. Yeah, we can end
1: this podcast whenever we, we want. I got the record Jesus. button over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, teammates. Now we know who to go after this year.
2: There you go. Bring it on. Awesome.
0: Um, OK, so there's one last thing that I want to bring up before we close the interview and go out to the game. Um, so you live in an area in the south side of Chicago in Beverly, which is a mm. really cute area of the city. Mm. There's like some old houses. It's kind of hilly down there, too. I mean, it's not completely flat. Uh, and Sorry. you're shaking your head like, nope. oh, maybe. Yeah, no, I think true. there are some hills. <sighs> but they have this really cool thing down there called the Eagle. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the Eagle. Yeah, so uh,
2: the Eagle is... Uh, so there's, there's, a, there's a running store called Running Excels. Um, it's on 103rd and Western. And uh, they have a running group every weekend. And that's... I, I started running with them three years ago. Uh, a friend of mine kept trying to convince me to run with the group. And I was always kind of like, I don't need a group for running an individual sport. I don't need to...
0: Oh, so false.
2: Well, it's It's true. So I, I argued with him for, for months. And then finally I went and ran with him once. And it actually was really, really helpful because... Um, really helped me with pace i always had a hard time like changing up my pace running slow running fast so anyway uh the 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 course that they run is uh is a path through the neighborhood and and when you look at the gps map uh of it it looks like an eagle like sitting on a perch and so uh so they call it running the eagle so um so yeah we do it every Saturday. well the every they do tuesday thursday saturday runs and they run the eagle uh it's a six it's like just about exactly six mile loop and it just so happens to go past my house and end about one block from my house so
0: perfect it works
2: out perfect and then and then when i do my longer run training I, i do the eagle and i can i can set up um like uh, hydration on my front porch and so if I'm doing like 18 mile runs for marathon training like every six miles I have my stuff all set up for me so it's kind of nice
0: I know whose uh, house I'm coming over to marathon I've actually done sure. the eagle I've actually ran yeah, I think before. I
2: saw it on your map you, you yeah. Did, you did this on that? yeah we only <laughs> yeah. did it
0: once shout out to Zach Paul because Zach Paul like just texted me like hey there's this thing called the eagle here it is we should do it <laughs> I'm like okay <laughs> yeah have no idea what it was. So yeah, we did it. And uh, I would totally do it again. It's yeah. really nice. Oh, here's our beer. <laughs> Thanks, beer man.
1: Wow. you got someone delivering you beer?
0: You got someone <laughs> delivering our beer? Say hi, Johnny.
1: Hi. I was just thinking about beer and how useful it is to thank podcast. You. So.
0: Wow. Text him and tell him this at all. There was no texting involved. Yeah, I'm really? sure. Thank you. Um, well, thank you. Now's a good time. Um, while he's sipping his beer, Thank you, Chris, for um, being on our FitCast.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. You are going to
0: teach the kids of tomorrow some terrible habits.
2: What? Um, (laughs) I can teach them CPR. That's a good habit. There
0: you go. Yeah. (laughs) paramedic here. Um, All right. Fonz, anything else to add?
1: Uh, No, I appreciate you being here. You're welcome to stick around. We're going to go into it. We got got to. Well,
0: stick around nothing. We got a game.
1: We got a game, yeah. You better stick around for the game because I'm going to kick your ass. Okay. Oh, we'll
0: see, see, two trash talkers. This is uh,
2: gonna... depends the topic.
0: Oh, we'll see. Hopefully,
2: it's a good
1: one. Right now, before we before we go ahead here, um, I hear this is
0: an injury-related game. Yeah, this is sports injury uh, trivia. And so, and I'm going
1: against a paramedic who probably has you know a little more training in say the human body than I do.
0: You know what? I I would give Chris the edge on this, but. I will say I got these questions. I totally plagiarized, stole these questions from a WebMD sports quiz. Okay. And I was just like, oh, I'll take this quiz. Like, it'll be super easy. And there were 16 questions, and I got five of them right. So this is, WebMD. It was multiple choice. It was multiple choice. I'm not going to give you guys choices.
1: WebMD.com.
2: Got it. Okay. You the whole thing? All 16?
0: Um, I think I, like, took some out because they were redundant. Got it. I don't remember. All right. Um, so yeah. So what we're gonna do is we'll just switch off. Um, Chris is our guest, so he's gonna get the first answer for the first question. Okay. Um, if Johnny wants to chime, Johnny can be the um the tiebreaker. Oh. If uh, <laughs> someone can call on Johnny for a phone a friend.
1: All right. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. That's cool. Um,
0: and Fonzo, so the dogs around, maybe they'll be able to give you some. Hints. Yeah,
1: they're usually not terribly helpful. They hurt more than they help. So let's uh, okay. let's keep them out of this.
0: All right, we'll see what happens. So we'll give Chris the, the first, first question. First answer, and then Fonz, you can uh, steal it if you think you can get it right. If
1: he gets it wrong. Got it. Okay.
0: Yep. So, all right, the first question is, what is the sport that causes the most head injuries?
1: Hmm. Oh, I have a clarification question, but that's okay. <sighs> Soccer
0: soccer that's a good guess it is incorrect so the question i
1: have is like are we talking per-
0: here we go here's the lawyer please.
1: <laughs> I would ask
2: questions too but i just started.
1: i would guess soccer too only i wasn't going to guess soccer but i would just because like the entire planet plays soccer and we only have so many people boxing like everybody who boxes gets a head injury because that's the entire sport <laughs> uh, but i'll go with i will go with hockey
0: Another good guess. The answer happens to be Johnny's favorite sport. Cycling. Yeah. Oh, you stole it. Really? It's cycling, which you know what I kind of get? Because if you fall off your bike, chances are you're going to have some kind of head injury. So Hmm. I don't think I've ever gotten a head injury from cycling. I did. Oh, well, here you go. Concussion from cycling in the room, folks. And you probably ran an Ironman after you did that, so whatever. I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wear your
1: helmets, kids. Wear your helmets. Wear your helmets, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah.
0: I yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> that's a good
1: piece of advice. Alright, miss that one. Okay.
0: So Fonz, this is you first. Okay. What is the where is the largest tendon in the body located? And I will be generous. But you can't say the body. Hamstring. Where's the largest tendon located? Hamstring. Hamstring, good guess.
1: Incorrect. Oh,
0: so it's a 10 Oh, is a
1: hamstring a ligament? I don't know. Maybe it's a ligament. I don't know. Email us, ksockfondsfitcast at gmail.com. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm going to so, give them the answer. So I can tell you the
2: location
0: of it. The
1: have
2: location, it? location of okay. it. Hmm. Let's say like, um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say like... I'll drag it up. I'll say like either like your thigh or hip.
0: Very close. It is your ankle. Oh. Because... Yeah, it's a tendon, so it attaches mm-hmm. muscle to bone.
1: Yeah, so everything, I was talking about It's ligaments.
0: your Achilles, I think. It's oh. got to be your Achilles, because that one's pretty big.
2: In my guess. Now I'm embarrassed Oh, so Johnny
0: would have gotten it right. A but he a
2: hamstring. That's what I was... Th- when you said hamstring, I was thinking...
1: Is ha- hamstring a ligament? Must be then, because that's really long.
0: All right. We're going to give this one to Johnny, since you two can't... <laughs> see Johnny it gets enough. a
1: point. Johnny, <laughs> I well...
0: i either on the quiz, just saying. All right, so Johnny... What type of body part is a sprain injuring? So a sprain is an injury to what type of body part? Ligaments. Jeez, you guys, he just pulled it home!
1: That's bullshit. Johnny, you're marrying him. He gets a super easy question.
0: All right, well... All right, well, just saying, Johnny's winning this, and he just walked in with beer. I was so. going to say, I'd
1: kick him out of the room, but he's MVP right now for bringing you guys I
0: know, I know. <laughs> well, okay, Chris, maybe you can rally for this one. So this one goes to Chris. Chris, what does RICE stand for? R oh, I C E.
2: Uh, so it's uh, uh, Rest, Ice, Compression, Elevation.
0: All right, he got it. I did a lot of all right thank god because you probably do that to people when you're on calls like no, they fall out of buildings or something okay
2: they fall out all
0: of right Fonz.
1: <laughs> take a nap step one you fell out of building take a nap <laughs> puts you in a tub of ice
0: Fonz, i'm actually going to be really kind to you right now and okay. i'm going to give you choices for this next question all right. so you're going to have
1: four choices all the above oh sorry
0: and it is, what is the most common runner's injury? Oh. Number one, sprained ankle. Mm,
1: yeah, you do that. It's my partner's most common That would
0: one. be mine. I would just pick that one. <laughs> um Number two, runner's knee. Oh, yeah. If that's
1: a thing.
0: Number three, plantar fasciitis. Ooh, yeah,
1: that's mine. I get that that's
0: one. That's Fonz's favorite one. <laughs> or number four, a broken marriage. Oh, <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. That
1: is an injury, and it happens. But uh, you know, we've had a Fitcast uh, discussion on that one. Uh, so, is it plantar or the ankle? Plantar.
0: Oh, you know that was what I guessed on the quiz. It's actually runner's mm-hmm. knee.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. Well, know Chris, how to
1: run. knee, <laughs> the knee, and Come on, on,
0: it was runner. a gimme. <laughs> I know. I guessed how. Um. All right.
1: Yeah, but we gotta yeah. talk. We gotta talk about moving your strike so that you get plantar instead of hurting your knee. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta protect my knees. I'm gonna change my uh, my gait a little bit, and sure enough, I got plantar. Huh. <laughs> no. All
0: right, this one's gonna be for Johnny. Um, Weightlifters hurt this body parts muscles. Most often, and we're gonna tag Alex Arquilla in this, our resident weightlifter who was on the Fitcast. Snatch. Uh.
2: <laughs> I will say back.
0: You guys, how come Johnny is the ringer in this? Get out of and here, Johnny? are supposed to be doing. This? I've only gotten
2: two questions. I got well, one and a half. Well, okay, right to no, I'm
0: only gonna give him. I'm only gonna give him half because it's lower back. So Johnny, you have one and a half, right?
2: Fair so enough. Lower
0: back. We'll see if Alex can, uh, can verify this. Okay, Chris, this is a 50-50 question, so I really hope you... Well, if you don't get it right, that's okay.
1: I'll steal it if he doesn't.
0: Who is more likely to suffer a sports injury, men or women? I'll give you a hint. They're outnumbered in this room right now. <laughs> I'll give you a hint.
2: It's I mean, a 50-50. Yeah, whatever. I think I'll go with women.
0: <laughs>
1: I'll take men for the steal.
0: <laughs> it's women. Oh. it's because of like our hips. Like our hips are wider, and it just like throws everything off. We're mm-hmm. not meant to be like. We're, our bodies were just not made for long term suffering. Yeah, I guess.
1: IT band I think is one of, might be one of those injuries, but uh, who knows?
0: Okay, well, F- Fonz, you get an easy one now. All right. What part of the body is affected by plantar fasciitis? I did get this one right on the quiz.
1: (laughs) Your whole body, because it sucks because you're sitting on your couch (laughs) and you get fat. (laughs)
0: Long feet
1: (laughs) Wrong Long (laughs) feet. Yes, the the plantar fascia is uh, right at the bottom of your foot, and it really hurts your heel because that's where it connects to, and that's where it pulls a lot.
0: But if you wear high heels... You can
1: Yeah, I'd probably do better.
0: Um, all right, Johnny. This is this is it. This is for the win, Johnny. True or false? Oh
2: come
0: on. I know. <laughs> it's not fair. This is just how it happened, guys. Yeah, fine. You you need surgery to fix a torn rotator cuff. False. Still true. <laughs> <laughs> it's false. Oh. I went into my chiropractor one time and he was like, did anyone ever tell you that you tore your rotator cuff? And I was like, no, you idiot. No, I never have. And then I realized that I had and I never got surgery on it and it healed, but it feels a little funky. Yeah. So no, you do not need surgery. That is correct. Everybody wins! Yay!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right!
1: Well, I got my ass kicked, but I'll take it. That's okay.
0: Two and a half. I right?
1: learned a lot. I, I learned a lot. Half on that
0: one, so. <laughs> Who invited I'll, him, anyways? I'll take it. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we move on to our favorite things segment?
1: Yeah, let's go on to the Seggies. Bump da 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 We need a song to go to the Seggies. I gotta. I we gotta do.
0: Listen. We need a song for the segments, and we need a closing song. That's what Chris told me today. All
1: right. We will. Uh, we'll have to work this in. But uh, yeah, we need a song for the Seggies. So on to the Seggies. Blah 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 da 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 da. da, da.
0: Well, this segment is brought to us by Try Right Coaching. Okay. Um, that's our sponsor for this. It's actually our sponsor. <laughs> so, <laughs> Try Right is uh, sponsoring the Fitcast this month.
1: Beautiful. Awesome. Favorite actually, things. Do you want to go first on your favorite things, or should I? I don't. I don't see it
0: on the schedule. I can go first. Go for um, it. Because you already mentioned mine in the beginning of the cast. My favorite thing is. Cubs baseball. Yeah.
1: Cubs
0: baseball.
1: Yeah. They didn't. Maybe that'll be our song. That'll be our uh, intro song.
0: Oh, I kind of like that. No, we were supposed to do um the favorite things song. These are a
1: few. Okay. Of a things. All right, we can put that in there. We've put that in before.
0: Anyways, no, no. they they do not listen to hear us sing thing.
1: <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, what's your favorite thing, Fonz? My
1: favorite thing this month is a podcast that I've recently, uh, my friend Tali that I work with, um, he, uh, he suggested I listen to a podcast called Pod Save America. Mm-hmm. So do you listen to it?
0: Um, so my friend that was just down there in Austin, Laura Sutherland, she listens to it. I'm going
1: to tag her in this. Laura Sutherland, awesome. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, oh, yeah, you know what, I never saw her. We were going to meet up and schedules didn't. Uh, yeah,
0: you know. I heard.
1: But, yeah, Pod Save America, it's not for, it's, you know, it's a liberal, it's a liberal-leaning one, but it's really funny. Their segments are hilarious and they do a great job with it. So, to our listeners who uh, don't mind a little political humor, Pod Save America is the one to listen to. So, I really
2: like it.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, do you want to share your favorite thing, Chris? Just whatever sure. your favorite thing is this month.
2: What, uh, this month, my favorite thing is um, uh, surgeons. <laughs> <laughs> All Why surgeons.
0: Yes. My
2: surgeon fixed me up, and I feel great. And uh, and if it wasn't for him, I'd still be uh, limping around. So uh, I'm happy for that.
0: All right, shout out to all the surgeon listeners. I don't, I don't have surgeon listeners. They Rush, can do...
2: Rush Orthopedics, shout out. All right, yeah, all the all the doctors
0: there can do way better things with their time than listen to our favorite. Right. Johnny, favorite thing?
1: Everything is my favorite thing. Oh, that's amazing. What a life.
0: Oh, everything. Am I included in that? Of course. Ah, oh, I'm his favorite thing. That's what he said, folks.
1: Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I'm getting sick over here, but that's cool. <laughs>
0: oh all right um how about the
1: mailbag mailbag sponsored by live love paddle the bats are back we are doing tours so that's
0: that's right i can't believe they're back the bats
1: yep the bats are back Uh, i do tours a couple times a week if anybody wants to do a tour give me a shout out if you're in austin you can see a million bats fly above your head and sometimes you get peed on but you know
2: some people they like that Yes, that <laughs> ping. We missed them in February. I I didn't even know anything about the bats, and then they I
0: weren't went, there in February. Right. Well, I, I heard
2: after the fact they weren't there, but there was like Austin paraphernalia that had bats on, and I'm like, why do they have bats? Well,
1: let's back out there. They actually came back that weekend.
0: Really? Whoa! No already? They
2: did.
1: Just the first ones were coming back. It was wild. Um, huh. Kind of a funny story. We were just walking under the bridge. Like I was with uh, Emma Brown and Kevin Waz just kind of walk in and all of a sudden Emma Brown just kind of takes off running and Kevin and I are like, what's going on? She could hear the bats and she's, she's definitely afraid of bats. So she could not be under the bridge and she could hear them.
0: <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> so, you know, um,
0: I can smell the bats. Oh, like yeah. the bats have a smell to them. That's just like, Oh my God, that's bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when you run by that bridge, you'll like smell and you're like, Oh my God, I got to hold my yep, breath.
1: Congress Avenue.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: true. Uh, uh but anyhow, yeah, so uh mailbag. Live love. I've
0: got two mailbags because I don't know if any of our listeners noticed, I forgot a mailbag last month.
1: That was, might have been, we'll have to go back and listen to Transitioning. It might have been my fault. I know I read mine, and then... I can
0: remember missing it, so whatever.
1: Yeah, I always, you know, after a few beers near the end of it, I'm reading, I'm excited, and uh, off we go on the whatever. So, sorry about that, partner. You get to read two this month.
0: Yeah, and um, so... The email that I got from last month that I forgot to read was about our guest from two months ago. So it was about Kate, um, who is awesome. And Kate now works. I follow Kate on Instagram. Everybody should follow Kate at at being Kate. Being, being
1: Kate, B-N-Kate-C-A-T-E.
0: Yeah, yep. yep, she's amazing. I just, I'm in love with her Instagram. Um, okay, so this email is from Don from Arizona. Um, I'm impressed That Kate has so much time to live a normal life while qualifying for the Olympic trials. I think if I were to qualify for something, I'd turn my whole life around and eat super clean, and then in big, bold letters, no booze, whoops, doing it wrong, and become a hermit until I reached my goal. She's really an impressive poster child for balance. We can all strive to be more like her. Aww. The question is, just wondering what an elite athlete like Kate's daily regimen is. Sleep, eating, hours of training. What about for our podcast hosts? (laughs) I just love that I was in the same sentence as Kate. Kate Barrett,
1: yeah, me too. I just
0: die happy now. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we clearly, we don't drink.
1: I, I, well, not now because I don't have Gianni at my house, so I'm. Uh...
0: Yeah, you need a beer deliverer. <laughs> um, I I don't drink booze. I only eat 100 um, percent um, raw vegan. And uh, oh god, no, that's not true. <laughs> I, uh, I I try to be healthy. Uh, sleep is really important. I will say, and Johnny. Sleep,
1: sleep is important because you get you need you need the time to recover, and sleep is no better way to do that than sleeping.
0: I agree. Sleep is important. I like I like to go to bed between nine and ten every night. Oh man.
1: So I struggle. <laughs> <firefighter>. I str. <laughs> I, I struggle to stay up till nine a lot of nights. So. Wow.
0: Yeah. I definitely drink. I definitely eat like foods that are quote unquote bad, but they yeah. make me feel good. So I consider those foods good foods. Yeah,
1: because they make me feel good.
0: <laughs> Who was it? Oh, it was Chris Mosier that was like, yeah. Round. No, nothing around food that's round is a bad food as i'm shoving like a focaccia in my mouth right now <laughs> so round foods are like the bad food. you know like pizzas donuts
2: Cookies. they're all
0: round think of a healthy food that's round
2: pizza donuts <laughs>
0: what are you talking
2: about
1: <laughs> oh, i think the next five i think the next FitCast for our my FitCast meal i had a square pizza
0: yeah, Ooh. you did, because it, it counts as a good food if it's not round. Exactly. Wrong. You cut a donut in half, not round.
1: <laughs> it's only half bad.
0: Only half bad for you. All right. Shout out to Chris Moser. All right. Cool. Okay, I've got another email, um, and this happens to be from someone that we've already mentioned in this. Podcast. This is Emma from Chicago. Emma Brown
1: again. She's getting the oh, love man. on the TikTok. How kick did test you know
0: today. that Emma from Chicago?
1: She's afraid of. Uh, she's afraid of bats. I'm told.
0: Apparently, that is not what she. Um, <laughs> that's um, not. That's not the email. <laughs> no, she said. I just listened to your episode about this year's Chicago Marathon and gas. There was an Emma Brown call out. Yes, it it was. was me in the monkey suit. Remember, there was a the person in the monkey suit Yes. Um, who I like who made my day when I was running the Chicago Marathon mm-hmm. and you knew it was her. I could just tell. Oh. why. She, I saw a video
1: and there was dancing. I'm like, that's an Emma Brown dance.
0: That's an Emma Brown dance. Yeah. Well, she, so she she gushes here. Little known secret about me. Oh. It is my lifelong dream to be a mascot, even for one day. Dreams really do come true. Wow. You hear that, kids? You can run a marathon on a broken knee, and dreams really do come true. Fact.
1: <laughs> How about that? If anybody of our listeners want to be a mascot, I recommend a series on Hulu called Mascots. So, Wait, really? Yeah. a real thing. It's a real thing. It's about they get they get a high school mascot, a college mascot, and pro mascot, and they just follow their careers for uh, six months or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a series, it's a reality show
2: about Sucks, three different mascots <laughs> You're going to get some hate mail for that Sorry, sorry mascots yeah. Well,
1: you know, they get injured, they do dangerous stuff out there The the Milwaukee Bucks bango, he got injured So there was some uh, controversy going on there And then of course the senior in high school graduated And it was really sad because, you know, all his friends And that was her, his identity, whatever so, no, I,
0: I, I, really don't wanna I don't want to ruin it, I don't want to
1: ruin ruin the show <laughs>
0: I refuse to get into this. Well, Emma's
1: watching it. Emma's as right now. Emma's clicking through. Emma's
0: googling it, looking it up right now. <laughs> she's setting
1: up her Hulu account right now.
0: <laughs> oh, and she's to the ball running on a treadmill because she's got to win another indoor try in the meantime. <laughs> promo
1: code Kselfans on your Hulu. So put that in there and see what happens. <laughs> it
0: no, it doesn't. <laughs> we should get them to sponsor us. <laughs>
1: I don't, yeah, just put it in the promo code and see what happens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, Fonz, besides your um, mascot marathon, what do you have coming up?
1: Oh, I got two races coming up, and they're biggies. Oh, which ones? The first, I've got May 6th, so four weeks from now, I've got a the Rookie Try here in Austin.
0: That's right, but you're not a rookie, so you're not allowed.
1: Well, you can. You can just sign up, and you're allowed. You just—it's called the rookie try. Should I tell you what I am a rookie to? And this kind of goes back to our um, our guest, who, or our sorry, our listener who emailed us about what we eat and drink and all that stuff. Done. Here's here's why I'm a rookie. This will be the first time I ever do a triathlon as a Clydesdale.
0: No way. <laughs> yep.
1: What does that mean? Clydesdale for you, non triathletes. Yeah, right. I'm a rookie,
0: remember? <laughs> Three years into it. I keep
2: seeing that. I'm like,
0: do I fit in that category? I don't no. Know. Do they no,
1: age? definitely. You may have at one point, but that's why you decided not to do it. Uh, so for men, it's 220 pounds, and oh. for this race, it, it, every race has a little different criteria, but uh, I think the female would probably be somewhere around 180, maybe. I don't know. I don't No, it's just
0: 165.
1: Uh, Okay, 165. Well, I've seen them. I've seen lower for men, too. I've seen different.
0: I've seen lower for women, too. At one point, I could have been. Uh, I was, like, around 140, and I was like, I could be an Athena.
1: Well, I am, uh, yeah, Athena, sorry. Yes, Clyde's zero for men, Athena (laughs) for women. So I am, I weighed myself. I I saw the category, and I weighed myself, and I was 222. So I'm like, you know what? I'm signing up. The thing is, I'm probably, because I am being healthier, and and I may dip below that come race time, but... um, I don't know what's
0: they going on. Do they have a weigh-in right before the race? Like, <laughs> it's, like, wrestling, where you, like, have to eat a bunch of food to make Clydesdale weight?
1: Yeah, I don't know how this is going to work. If I do, I'll just slam a bunch <laughs> of water and then poop after or something, but...
0: No, before you need to get weighed before poop, pre-poop. You yeah, know? no, exactly. I'll have
1: not poop for a couple race, days. You know, so. Yeah, see, I could mess this up, but anyhow, so, yeah, I'll be my first time running as a Clydesdale at, at, I'll probably be under 220, but, um... Yeah, so that's that, so that's that, that's May 6th, that'll be fun, we got my Tri Club that I talked about on the last uh, episode, a bunch of us are doing it, or volunteering, or whatever, so, that'll be cool, and then, actually, yeah, not too long after that, two weeks after that, I will be doing Ragnar, Chicago.
0: All right, I like that city, that's my favorite city.
1: It is a fun place to be.
0: Chris's favorite too.
1: (laughs) Um, So yeah, I will, uh, I'll be up there, I probably won't see people too much, I'll, I'll i'll shoot you a message before i get there but you know i'm getting in just before the race and then we leave the next morning and we're gone so um but yeah no i'll be in chicago and madison and everywhere in between running so those are my two races that i got signed up for
0: what leg are you
1: I'm in Van 1. We don't know yet. I, the okay. only thing well, Easter
0: Van 1. Van 1 for life.
1: Van 1 for life. That's our team. So that's how it works. You get a Van 1, you all stay together, and then you try to recruit suckers to fill in. Oh, sorry. Sorry, teammates. Uh, to fill in Van 2.
0: Well, now you know the strategy is get into Van 1 because then you get to finish and sleep. Mm. While the rest of your teammates are running in like super hot weather. Oh, and van that... two also gets like the 2 to 4 a.m. runs oh, and nobody no. wants
1: to do those. Well, and the mid afternoon runs at noon to 5 or exactly. 6. Exactly.
0: Really hot ones too. so.
1: Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, van one is the way to go. Sorry, sorry, teammates who are not quite as selective in choosing your van. But... <laughs> so, well, yeah. I
0: don't, I don't have any races coming up. I'm just going to try to fully recover my ankle. My shoulder's been bothering me too, so I'm just falling apart. Um, my goal, though, is to bike outside before the next Fitcast. Okay. That's my goal. It should
1: happen.
0: I'm throwing it out there. <clears throat> so, outdoor bike within the next month.
1: Fantastic. We need to get out. We need to get one of those on the schedule. We have a few good guests, but um, if anybody's interested in being a guest on our Fitcast, do you think you have a cool story, like? you had or have cancer or you're a firefighter who gets to train for Ironmans, or something interesting that's cool or you're just you know regular old joe like you know what you guys are full of shit i want to straighten you out email us at kf- KselkfonsFitcast at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you
0: we would love to hear from you all right Fons. well are you gonna kill it at your rookie try fuck yeah fuck yeah